What's up guys? Welcome to the Flawed Dad's Guide to Parenting. Today's topic is all about how to offer a proper apology. And for that, I'm sorry. How do we model and teach our children the five steps to an ideal I'm sorry? We're going to go over the pitfalls to look out for and how to overcome them as well. It's going to be an interesting one. Also, as always, if you're new to the show, please subscribe. It obviously really helps us out for you to get notified of any new episodes that we have coming out every Tuesday and Thursday. Stick around and listen as two flawed dads try not to screw up their kids too bad. Good evening, Warren. Good evening. Today, I think we're going to touch on apologizing, so I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry too, Graham. (laughs) And we're experts at this, actually. Far from it. I have a lot to learn on the apologizing front, for sure. It's something I have become quite accustomed to doing in my life, so uh, I, I've become quite good at, at the apology. Are you? Yes. Okay. Now, teaching that same skill set to my children has been a challenge. I feel um, that I'm, I'm certainly able to apologize, no problem. Um, ah. I shouldn't say no problem. There are moments where, you know, pride and things, that you, it's, sometimes it's difficult to acknowledge mm-hmm. that you've done something wrong. Um, spousal relationships, et cetera, mm-hmm. sometimes. Now, I am routinely never right um, <laughs> and often wrong. And so it does make it a lot easier to just assume uh, finding things, for instance. I don't know if I've talked about that before, but mm-hmm. man. I can look in a drawer for 20 minutes and I'm sorry, Vanessa, I cannot find this. I've looked in this drawer. It is not here. There's no way it's in here. It's been 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. I've pulled everything out. And then do you mind if I look too? I mean, yes, I guess you're going to waste your time here. And then five seconds, found it. It's in the drawer. Oh my God. (laughs) That happens time and time again. And I, I don't understand what it is. It's like it baffles me. I think that's that's a common issue for men is the inability to locate things, particularly if they've been moved from where we expect them to be. Uh, that's that's a pretty common problem. Well, I, that one I don't apologize for. That if... <laughs> I wind up doing most of my apologizing for my overreactions to things. Right. Okay. Um, so it's usually, you know, half hour, two hours, four hours later that I am turning to Rachel and going, I stand by my message, but I apologize for the delivery. (laughs) (laughs) I should have said that better. (laughs) Yes. The, the going back in time thing, boy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It would be great if you had that time machine to be able to go modify things yeah I, boy i sort of overreacted thing and that's back to the breathing mm-hmm. and trying to figure things out how do you not snap react to a lot of situations um so the apology side uh that's what we're going to talk about ultimately yeah. is how do we impart to do a proper apology yeah um and we're learning this as well i mean, i think everyone um everyone is aware of the i'm sorry thing um, but in looking into things a little bit more, there's more to a good apology yes. than actually making it proper or not. And this is this is news, more or less news to me about the other 
a few factors that I certainly don't do a lot either. Yeah, um, it's a real challenge and it it tends to inflame a lot of situations when you try to get your kids to apologize and they don't really mean it and they just go, sorry. Yeah. I don't know if there are many things other than I can't that drive me as insane as the fake apology. Yeah, exactly. And and so that's where just reading about it as well. And it was interesting to come across this one article. It talked about how by which many parents will do this just unknowingly because you're, you know, you're trying to make things right. Okay. You apologize to little Jimmy over here, mm-hmm. right? You, you broke his candy cane. Um, we're in Christmas time. Obviously this is a, yeah, it's yeah, summer. So summer. I just naturally yeah. go to Christmas mm-hmm. um, or kids just always. Anyways, <laughs> You broke little Johnny's uh, toy over here. Mm-hmm. You apologize to him right now. Yeah. And then, yeah, sorry. So what this article is talking about is actually what we're doing is we're um, teaching them to lie. Right. Because they're not actually sorry. Yeah. As we hear nonstop and the way that they deliver the sorry. Yes. And then the other kid receiving this is like, well, what are we doing here? Also, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, this like, doesn't mean anything to me. I'm I'm happy that it looks like you're uncomfortable in the situation mm-hmm. and I'm upset. So you also being upset makes me more happy, mm-hmm. I suppose. That could be. Yeah, so we, we teach the one kid to lie and the other to profit off of somebody's misery. That's right. Yeah. It's a whole lot of positive reinforcement uh, for the wrong way to do things. That's, yeah, and, that's exactly right. And that never occurred to me that we're actually promoting lying. Um, and it, But it's true, right? Mm-hmm. If they don't actually feel it then we're just trying to make things right ourselves and be like, okay, well, that has checked the box essentially and move on. That's right. Um, and that that sort of, it was a real awakening there. Like, okay. And I don't do that very often. Um, the asking for the apology that, like, or? You, you make sure, I do certainly ask, like, do you feel bad at all? Um, and And that has certainly blown up in my face. For sure. Right, when you get the no. When they're in the moment, no, I don't feel bad at all. Like, Mm -hmm. I'll do it again right now, I swear. (laughs) Right? Like, I have zero remorse. And you're thinking, my God, my my kid is a sociopath. I have had that thought go through my head. (laughs) They have no Many times. No emotion. Yeah. Right? Um, and, And just reading about things more, it seems like we've learned we're not necessarily doing it right. And... The biggest part is it seems like would is the biggest challenge for us in the in the moment you want to solve it and sort of move on with your day, right? Um, but unfortunately, it doesn't seem like that's the right way to go. Yeah, uh, the proper way, and it should be for everyone, I guess, is just taking a few minutes to actually cool down mm-hmm. um, for what it is to get a sound mind to be able to move things off, get out of that emotional. Yeah. Uh, alligator brain or whatever type of moment that you're in. Um, and that part. Abdullah Oblongata. <laughs> is that right. the one? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Waterboy. <laughs> that part, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. In reality, it's hard, I think. Mm-hmm. Because, as I said, you're trying to just address it in the moment and yeah. sort of move on. And so you have to, especially, I mean, corralling kids. Right, it's like herding squirrels often, especially little yes. ones. Yeah, and and if you wait a few minutes for them to cool down, you gonna sit on the couch for a while that yourself. No, you're probably gonna move on to someplace else. Mm-hmm. And then it takes. And the a, opportunity to get that apology is gone. 
it takes a lot more energy yeah. to group them back in together. Hey, little Johnny, come over here and let's, we're going to do an apology now. Well, no, I'm playing now. Like right. we're back to being good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Why, <laughs> why disrupt this? <laughs> this is no problem. Um, and so that I think is the, the biggest one. Um, but the proper way and makes sense is right. to wait until they're calmed down mm-hmm. and then to actually have a, a proper conversation about essentially like, Hey, when you broke little Johnny's toy, mm-hmm. um, what do you think actually went through your head there? Well, and I think this is this is the challenging part of the next step is not turning it into a lecture, right? How do you how do you open up a conversation about something that they did wrong without it being a lecture? Because the second you start lecturing, they're going to shut down and feel like they're being scolded. So, you know, is it questions that you have to ask? Like, how do you draw yeah. that out of them? I guess that's the that's the method is mm-hmm. is becoming a counselor and open ended questions and type stuff. Now, I recognize that it seems like that would be a far more difficult task when especially dealing with younger kids, right? Yeah. Like, how would you feel? Um, and you're not going to get any type of responses than like bad. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, right? one word. Yeah. How would you feel if uh, little Johnny broke your toy? Bad. Mm-hmm. Yes, okay. Very Great. good. Great, we've established. Yeah. Bad. <laughs> Perfect. Exactly. So what could you do to make it right? I guess mm-hmm. that's one of the, the suggestions out there is, uh, you know, what can you do? And sometimes um, the natural response is, especially if we've trained them, that saying sorry is the thing to do, they'll probably say, we'll say sorry. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, okay. My thought now after reading this is, is to follow up with like, well, I guess you only say sorry if you truly do feel sorry because people can tell. Mm. And and maybe putting that message through. Like right now, just to, if you don't feel sorry in the moment, okay, well, maybe you should think a little bit more about what it would feel like right. if something like that happened to you again. And maybe saying sorry is not the thing that will make the other person feel better either. Now, what you're saying is very anti-Canadian, <laughs> right? <laughs> sorry is just don't say sorry. Yeah. Is the first you know first thing we're taught as Canadians, like come out of the womb, <laughs> and you turn around and apologize to your mother. Sorry, you know that's. <laughs> I was on the other end, and that did seem like it was not enjoyable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I feel, I mean, adults, I guess, we we largely do feel sorry mm-hmm. about whatever. I mean, For inconveniencing have, somebody. Most yeah. of the time, we have that empathy. Mm-hmm. Um, so evidently, there are five steps to a meaningful apology. Okay. Um, at least this is from the, the one book that I read about. Mm-hmm. The first step, and this is the biggest problem that I will have as well, for sure, mm-hmm. is actually owning your mistake. Right. Um, and say, like, I'm at this point saying owning what's yours. Your feelings are yours, and it's mm-hmm. okay to be angry, um, but your actions are yours too. And, mm-hmm. and uh, teaching them to understand and take responsibility for what they've done. Yeah. And that's a, a certainly a hard hurdle for kids to say, like, I'm sorry, like, I was wrong. Mm-hmm. 
to have kids mutter those words. I know with my oldest daughter, I was like, can you say that I was wrong? They're like, I will not. <laughs> like, it's so different. But I was not wrong. <laughs> yeah. You're a jerk. Yeah. But for me, my like, I have a, I would have a, a lot of times it's difficult to say I was wrong. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. You could say I'm sorry, which is somewhat, mm -hmm. you're, you're more moving to that way, but saying, I'm sorry, I was actually wrong. Now, this is something that we've talked about in a few episodes is the idea of modeling mm -hmm. and the kids seeing it from their parents. Yeah. I don't have an issue when I apologize saying I was wrong. Um, and saying, taking it a couple steps further and saying, these are the things that I did wrong. Um, and that's that I, I think that's tough for kids, but I think if they see their parents do it more yeah. often, they're going to be more willing to do it. So the later part is, um, trying to figure out the other person's emotions a mm -hmm. little bit and figure and. What would it feel like? What would yeah. you feel, et cetera? The and then incorporating yeah. that into the actual apology. Mm -hmm. So I'm sorry. I was wrong, essentially. Yeah. Me breaking your toy must have really made you mad mm -hmm. and, and upset. Mm -hmm. And I can, I can understand that. Obviously, if it's a five-year-old, six-year-old, they're probably not using that type of language. But yeah. breaking your stuff would have made you feel bad, feel mad. And yeah. that's no good. Yeah. Um, and then the next part is actually asking for forgiveness, supposedly. Right. Um, which is interesting in that step is asking. And, and I guess what they write here is this helps both sides understand um, that letting them something back into essentially like everything is cool. The good graces that they say, it's a choice. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes you still might be upset, um, but I guess imagine that's the benefit of waiting for everyone to be calm is that then you're a lot easier to say that that's, that's cool. I've already gotten over it anyways. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we good Yeah. <laughs> type stuff. But then the last part, and uh, again, it's the first and last part for me that seems to be the most challenging is, is finding a fix and actually offering some way to actually make amends to I remedy the situation. Remedy yeah. It. Uh, oh, I, broke your toy well how can we how can i fix it somehow or what can we do with that or mm -hmm. you know i destroyed your painting um let's make a painting together or i'll make a painting for you and, and right. do something like that that first and last part for me is something that i don't necessarily model mm -hmm. either like i was wrong i don't think i say that um i remember a comedian a while back saying like the five words or whatever it is about trying to long having a long lasting relationship is I was wrong. You are right. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> and, uh, to say that, right. It, I don't, I don't use those words. Yeah. The key to a healthy marriage. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, acknowledging that. And it is, I mean, it, it's funny, but it's also very true, mm -hmm. right? If you can just acknowledge it. Yeah. I was wrong. I'm sorry. You were right. Especially even doing that yeah. actually more so. Not only was I was wrong, but you were right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's no... Those, that, that second part of that, that's the hard part. Like, <laughs> I, I'm okay admitting that I was wrong. 
I, I struggle with admitting that somebody else was right. <laughs> I would much rather see the both of us be wrong. Than... Well, and you've had some of those situations where you, you've talked about your kids and it's mm-hmm. like they're choosing in the moment to almost like, well, I'm already somewhat miserable here. So you know what? I'm just mm-hmm. going to pull. So everyone is ha- yeah. unhappy. Yeah. And they go, they go nuclear. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way it's going to go, yeah. which is, uh, I guess, one of those things where in the moment again, right, you're emotional. You're like, well, I'm just so pissed off and fed up, whatever it is. Because mm-hmm. as as most things, it probably doesn't, back to our Johnny toy destruction thing, it's probably not just I felt like destroying Johnny's toy and that was it, right? There was yeah. probably something beforehand. There's a lead up to it. Yeah. Snowball and build up to something or other where it explodes mm-hmm. to, okay, I'm going to smash your toy. Oh, he took my toy and this is blah, 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 right? Yeah. Um, what do you think of the five-step apology there? I think that, those are good. I, I Do you have any additions to it? Um, I would say the one thing I would add in there is getting them to admit where they went wrong and what it is that they specifically did wrong. So it's not just, you know, I was wrong. It was, it's, I was wrong when I did this. Okay. Yeah. To get them to take real ownership over, over the actual actions they took. Yeah. Um, and then the, the remedy part, uh, and you and I have talked about this before, the idea of, of, you know, punishment versus, versus consequences and having the kids participate in the uh, creation of those consequences, right? Yes. It's how are you going to, what are, what ideas do you have that you could do to fix this? Right. Right. So they're really taking ownership over it because they're creating the, uh, the consequence for themselves. Yeah. So not only, so sometimes, I mean, I guess it really depends on the activity. If it's yeah. harming someone else or, or doing something to someone else and there's an apology, how can I make amends? Mm. And now you're kind of dovetailing into the actual, like, I've just done something wrong. Like I was a yeah a real Peter. something or other. Um, and yeah, that, we call it a pita in our house. <laughs> pita, so yeah. Pain in the ass. Good. Yeah. That's a good one. A pita. Yeah. Um, and I need to, essentially, there should be an associated punishment um for whatever thing yeah right um because it was really intentional Mm -hmm. like it wasn't now yeah you're getting into the older sort of age range where it's like yeah you've you set fire to your daughter's uh your your sister's (laughs) bed over here like that's not cool an apology and working out how to get a new bid Probably not just going to cut yeah, it here. Yeah, like, there's there's going to be something else that some goes intent, with this. There's some intent. There's premeditated mm-hmm. uh, uh, mattress burning. <laughs> yeah, lest we sponsor a uh, 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 an arsonist in our household. You know, you, you really got to nip that one in the butt. It's a pretty extreme so. example. I recognize that. It is. But it is. Hey. But yeah, everybody has to start somewhere. Right? <laughs> it's a little, little fire yeah. onto a yeah. mattress. Yep. Everybody starts somewhere. But there should be and so you're you're moving on to the fact that like, hey, you lit this mattress fire. <laughs> I can't believe I've used this example, but I'm working with it. You know, it's something that would happen in our house. <laughs> like <laughs> what was gonna happen anyway. Dumpster fire, yeah. mattress fire, whatever. Um is is saying, Okay, well here's the issue and you need to 
we should be involved here on what to do and you should choose your actual um, punishment essentially yes. right rather than I don't want to be the bad guy as a parent overall um, I I want to uh, I'm getting distracted here there's a yeah, dog the, that just the dog came, came in, in. <laughs> <laughs> and what are you going to do mm-hmm. about it like rather than uh, you know you're going to lose your screen time for the next 18 centuries because of uh because of of your actual yeah well and that's i don't want to be the bad guy that's the challenge is is if you just dictate what the consequence is going to be then it it creates a sense of unfairness right like the oh this is unfair that i'm being punished for this well no it's not unfair you did something bad you had to apologize for it now you have to face the consequences but so it, it you kind of negate the entire apology if you don't involve them in the decision of what the consequence is going to be. Obviously, right. you know, kids are not stupid. They're going to choose the lightest consequence they think they can get away with. Yeah. But, uh, you know, if they say, well, okay, I lit my sister's bed on fire. I could spend 15 minutes in the <laughs> corner. No, no, I, I don't think that consequence is quite going to do it for this one. Right. Let's... Let's try again. To your point, you're saying, oh, like, that's not fair, whatever it is. I guess it's one of those things that you would imagine should be a bit better um, once they're actually calmed down mm-hmm. as well. That, mm-hmm. that oh, I don't want to, maybe, hopefully, will be certainly, uh, you know, decreased overall because mm-hmm. of people who are like, all right, well, yeah, I, I kind of get it. I let that, let that mattress on fire. Yeah. Probably no good. Yeah. Um, and in that moment, I don't know. It's it's really interesting reading that article mm-hmm. about uh, finding those different things. And I I, I have some changes to do uh, on my own because I am wrong often. We have we have definitely done these things in our house. The biggest challenge for us though is doing them consistently. Right. Because it's you get caught up in the moment and you just go, I, I just need a solution right now. Yes. I'm just going to get the apology, even though it's an absolute garbage bullshit apology. But I need to move on because I've got a thousand other things to do rather than actually stopping and, and solving it properly. And I think with most parenting advice, that is the biggest challenge. Time. It's just you are typically... Everything goes wrong when you are under significant time constraints yes. and you just don't have time to do shit the right way. Yes. And so then you go back and you judge yourself and you go, God, I could have done that better. And you forget, no, I couldn't have because I didn't have the fucking time at yeah. the moment to do this the way I was supposed to. Which is interesting, I guess, um, is that. You could also look at it the other way, though. If you don't have much time, you're trying to get a quick win. I suppose by deferring entirely, mm. you do. They move will on deal with this quickly. later. Yeah. yeah, as long as you do deal with it later. Yeah. Um. Then you're postponing whatever that activity, and you can get back to whatever mm. it is. Because, yeah, I'm actually, I was uh, agreeing with you, but now I'm thinking, no, actually, if we can. If you can just defer and let's, we're going to talk about this later mm-hmm. and setting that and making sure you actually follow up on it, mm-hmm. um, then I'm sure the kids initially are hoping that you just totally forget about it. Yeah, which um, I'm sure lots of parents would. And I have definitely done that in the yeah. past. 
it's almost like you need to have like, okay, we're going to deal with this later mm-hmm. and then actually set a reminder on your mm-hmm. phone or something like yeah. that. When are we like pull out the little <laughs> calendar and what time would you like me to pencil? Hey this Siri, <laughs> remind me to yell at my daughter. <laughs> and it might do that. It's a, it's a listening thing for sure out there. That's oh. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yell at my daughter. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> Is it reminding you uh, in 15 minutes? I'm not sure when it's going to remind me, but at some point it's going to remind me to yell at my daughter. <laughs> Thank you, Siri. Yeah. <laughs> the perfect parenting tool. <laughs> oh, dear. Here's your reminder. <laughs> yell at your... Yeah, anyways. Yeah, it's um, it's interesting. Yeah, defer weight. Oh. It, it all always sounds so easy. It does. When you talk about it. In the moment, don't yell. Just wait until everything's calm. Um, and then yell later. And then yell. <laughs> have a conversation, yeah. right? Uh, yelling, internal yelling conversation. <laughs> it, that's the biggest thing for us to is yeah. just always try and figure out is, yeah, this all sounds great anecdotally. But yeah. Um, How do I put this in practice? My my wife was um, just she went to uh, get an MRI done uh, today, and she was talking to someone who was an actual paratrooper. Okay, um, that uh, it, it's very rare to be one of those. There's only like one unit in all of the U.S. Army yeah. that do it, and uh, there's so many people that try out that don't make it. Um, it's uh, it's quite interesting. Um, but he was saying, you know, people can uh, apply for this thing, mm-hmm. but it's a little different when you're dropping yourself into people shooting real live bullets at you. At you. Yeah. Like things become a totally different game when right. they're actual yeah. bullets. And you can think about these situations hypothetically, mm-hmm. but until you're actually in the fire, um, it changes things quite a bit. Yeah. And that's where we always see the, you know, we're reading these articles and yeah. when we're in a calm state, we're sitting in bed or some, whatever period of time, right? You're, you're reading an article. You're like, yeah, I'm pretty calm. This makes a lot of sense. This mm-hmm. is great. And then a glass smashes and a yeah. slap in the face happens yeah. or a kick or something or other. You're like, what are you doing? <laughs> you just mm-hmm. Apologize. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You apologize right now. Great. We can move on and, and type stuff. and. Well, it's, it's the Mike Tyson quote: "Everybody's got a plan until you get punched in the face, mm-hmm. right?" It's uh, so. How do you how do you get over that muscle memory? You have to you have to do it enough times that you actually turn it into a, into a habit. So, what's the first memory. step? Do you think? Uh, I would go with the whole idea of the atomic habits and break it down into into little small step by step reactions. So, something bad happens, you know, when something bad happens, you're going to do this. You're going to take a breath. After you take the breath, you're going to uh, you're going to say we will deal with this later, um, you know. And then when you say we're going to deal with this later, you know you have to set a reminder on your phone to yell at your kid. Right. Then you know, and and so you set a sequence of steps that you know you're going to follow in order, right? And they become so hab- uh, habitual that you just do them automatically. It's the same thing with morning routine or bedtime routine, that kind of stuff. Easy. Sounds easy. It does sound easy. There's a very good book. I don't know if we talked about it before called Atomic Habits that teaches you how to do this. 
Um, now it's more focused on, you know, creating good habits and getting rid of bad habits, but it's, it's a very good book for understanding the mechanics of your brain and how you create habits. And so Hmm. a lot of the things that we talk about, I think, you know, a really good foundation is understanding how your brain works and what you need to do in order to manipulate your brain into doing the things that you want it to do. Like taking a breath before you scream at somebody and and those sorts of things. I would imagine the conversation of like, we will wait to do this later. Mm -hmm. It really is also dependent on the age as well. Because you can't, you know, if we're talking about five-year-old, six-year-old type stuff, which is right in my bailiwick. Yeah. You can't defer for yeah, they've an hour completely or two forgotten later. about it. Yeah. Well, I don't I don't remember. we we did that. I don't know. I don't remember yeah. what I did five minutes ago. Mm. Um I know I don't. Uh it's probably that's the biggest challenge is to remember myself yeah. what the heck happened. Um but I guess Whereas for my kids I can generally they they've got good recall as yes. to the things that they have done. Um I was saying to my middle one today uh, Aliana, her and Rachel had a pretty bad day and she yelled at Rachel and, and told Rachel that she was selfish, which is the exact opposite of my wife. Mm-hmm. She's the most selfless person I have ever met. Um, and so Ali and I were lying down and I said, you know, you know, you owe mom an apology, right? I said, yeah. I said, what are you going to do? Like you need to you need to admit that you were wrong, that she's not selfish, and tell her you're sorry. Yeah, I know, Dad. Okay. And then what are you going to do? I'm going to give her a hug. Okay. Good. Got it. Right. Um, did she do that tonight? I have no idea, but... Yeah. At least, you know, I saw the remorse for what she had done. Yeah, and so that conversation... In that scenario there, you're actually telling her that, you know, you should probably end up doing that, mm-hmm. which I guess in reading this is not the best thing. Right. Because you're trying to guide them into actually doing it and thinking about doing it themselves yeah. rather than, you know, I, I'm showing you, I'm, I'm rather than fishing, mm-hmm. teaching you how to fish. I'm actually fishing for you and giving you the fish and say like, you know, this is how you should fish, right? Yeah. Yes, I do know that's how you're supposed to fish. Great. Let's eat fish. <laughs> Moving on, right? Now, this no, is that's how fair. you properly set a bed fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's a good point. I, I should have done a better job of, of asking her what uh, would be a good resolution to the situation and... And gradually dragging out of her that an apology was necessary. The armchair notes, of course, mm-hmm. of the uh, <laughs> experts, right? It's always interesting. You listen, social media, whatever it is, mm-hmm. uh, there's, you don't know the situation that someone is particularly in, but just the, the comments and whatever it is about how this is how that you should mm-hmm. actually have done that, et cetera. And yes, uh, looking back, we can all think of mm-hmm. proper ways to do it, but in the moment, it's a totally different game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> excuse me. Let me just pause here and let me reference my notes because I'm going to go through this in a procedural manner. Yeah. Right? <laughs> no, it probably doesn't happen. You know, if you tried to do that for everything that happens with your kids, 
you'd never lift your head out of the book. That's like right. you, you wouldn't have time to live your life. All you'd be dealing with Flipping is the procedural pages. manual oh, for page raising children. Oh, yeah. now I'm back to... Yeah, yeah, exactly. By the time you figured out what you were supposed to be doing for the past situation, there would have been four other situations that you have to deal with. So it's... I mean, that's partly why we do this podcast is mm-hmm. try and come up with a sort of weekly activity uh, for us to do. And so the first step is, is sort of calming down. That's the biggest thing, mm-hmm. uh, I think, for me is, okay, let's all just take a chill and we're going to address this later. Um, then trying if to possible. figure out, guiding them towards ultimately how to make it right. but. Mm-hmm acknowledging everyone's feelings, what's going on, but how do you think this person's feeling? Yeah. And then to your point about the apologizing and actually saying, I'm sorry, maybe moving on to saying that you are right as well. If it's that type of situation, sometimes often it's probably not, but then acknowledging exactly what you did. I'm Mm -hmm. sorry. I actually, I destroyed your artwork. Yeah. I know you worked really hard on that. Yeah. And then leaving it that too. I think it's easy to probably get into the uh, <laughs> the part where you start to piggyback into. I only did that because. Yeah, yeah. Whatever it start is, start justifying. No, you, yeah, yeah. You have to. That's not really in here, which mm-hmm. I'm just thinking about. I think that's an easy way to get into, right? I'm sorry, I scribbled on your 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 journal there. But you'd pissed me off. But and, you only did. Yeah. I only did that because you were hitting me Mm -hmm. type stuff and like so that makes it justified well you have to i guess we need to work that in as well as no Mm -hmm. apologize for what you did recognize that that was and that isolate that revenge is not okay no it's not something that is makes it justified um for things and then the next step is asking for forgiveness Mm -hmm. um which I guess again we talked about if it's a calm state then maybe there's a bit better but probably be easier but it's tough when they're going to say modeling it as the parent is the key there. I don't accept your apology. Mm-hmm. Um, boy, that if that happens routinely, that's almost then you have to start talking to the other side as yeah. well. Like, listen, you know, what is it that you're not ex- mm-hmm. that opens up that one? I have a bit of a challenge with it's asking um, for forgiveness. Yeah. Um, that's a that's a tough one. Uh, I I feel like for a kids wise, unless you have very good kids, like if I guess again in the calm situation, then maybe it, hopefully fingers yeah. crossed it works out. But I feel yes. like there's a good chance that the answer will be no. You can go off yourself, <laughs> right? Right. Even though I'm calm, yeah. I'm going to take this opportunity yeah, to, to shut you down. It to you, yeah. Um, because I do remember what it's like still, mm-hmm. and I'm. Now I'm getting pissed off. The wound is fresh. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, then the last point is finding a fix and helping him figure out, you know, what, what to do to make it right. And I think that is the. Yeah. Remedy and consequence. Yeah. It, to me, it almost seems like the remedy bit should be before asking, um, for forgiveness. You know what I mean? You mean like informing a part of a contract, like a social contract, that I'm I'm going to do this, so you should forgive me. No, like you actually do the act. Okay. Whatever it is, right? It's like, hey, I lit your bed on fire. Yeah. I'm. I replace your bed now. Do you forgive me? Yes. 
I feel like that's how it should be because then there, there should be a reason that yes, like you've made it good. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Whereas if you, if you're forgive me, then why you've already forgiven me. Why am I actually finding a solution here? Well, yeah, but I think that's (laughs) kind of the point. The point is that the, the good deed should come out of the good deed being the right thing to do versus I'm going to do this good deed so that I get forgiveness. Right, it's it's not a it's not a guilt remover. It's a I'm gonna do good because good is the right thing to do, mm. regardless of whether they forgive you. Regardless or not. of whether they forgive you or not. That's an interesting point. So, but that's I mean we're getting pretty deep into the oh, you know, children are deep. I'm the sure philosophical they, stuff. Definitely, of... they think about this every time they go to bed, guaranteed. <laughs> But that's the five what steps. What really is good? <laughs> like, mm. Yeah. Boy, I really, yeah. <laughs> Existential questions at nighttime. Yeah. Those are those are good five steps. I think I think those are really good, but I would I would say the key is consistency to this. Absolutely like everything. Yeah. And it's hard. Yes. And don't beat yourself up when you fail at the consistency. Because I do constantly. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes, me too. <laughs> I'm sorry for uh, not being consistent right. on all of these activities. Yes. For sure. Would you accept my apology? I think the next step probably is to, like most things, when you actually are wanting to make a change or something, is, is actually vocalizing it and putting it loud. Mm-hmm. Okay, I am going to go work on this tomorrow. Or yeah. going talking to your spouse saying, yeah. hey, I listened to this thing. Here are the five steps. Mm-hmm. I'd really like you to help me work on, on this. Yeah. Right. And saying it out loud, writing it on a piece of paper, like making it a thing. Yeah. Um, because that's another thing that's so easy for us. We listen to these things, we read about it, and then often we don't take action. And I think I, that's the biggest thing now is actually, like, yeah. if you're listening to this right now and you're close to someone, hang up, hang, hang up this podcast, go call your wife or... Significant Husband, other, significant other, whatever, and say, "Hey, this is this is what I'm going to do." Mm-hmm. Um, I actually did that today with something you and I talked about last night. Okay, yeah, we were talking about the challenges I was having with my oldest one last night, and you had suggested that I find an activity that that her and I could do um, that didn't have any pressure on it. And so I talked to Rachel about that today, and I said. This is something I need to do. And so now she is going to help me and hold me accountable to actually do that. Nice. And so, yeah, I would I would sincerely suggest that to anybody listening to this is take it and make it easier to action by having an accountability partner. Yeah. I've definitely heard that before about putting yeah. it on the internet or whatever it is. Like I'm yeah, going to lose right. 10 pounds. You're like, okay, well now it's real. Like I've. Yeah. Well, there's those, those, there's the websites that you can, you actually put uh, money on something. And so there's a, there's a penalty if you don't complete your own commitment Ah. and it goes to a charity. So if you, you know, I, I'm going to lose 20 pounds by uh, in six months. And, and so I'm going to put a hundred dollars up. And if I don't complete it, then that hundred dollars goes to you know the boys and girls club right. or whatever it may be. Yeah, 
And so because you're... I don't want to give money to charity. <laughs> right? Like that's the choice. Well, there was I'm gonna lose this weight, so I don't have was, to give this money to charity. There was one where it was extreme where the money went to like the KKK and that kind of stuff. Like you knew you were you were sponsoring like terrorism. If you didn't now, that's complete motivation. your goal, it was it was pretty intense. That's I, was, heavy I was reading about that one. Yeah, um, I'm not sure that that's the right one for me, but as long as the money doesn't go there, hey, yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. I guess but, you, you effectiveness, know, you do what you, you better do. not fail. No, <laughs> so that's great. So action items for everyone out mm-hmm. here. Uh, I know, I know, I need to go and talk to my wife. Uh, of course, she's asleep right now because we're recording this late at night, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I need to go remember. wake her up. I'm going to vocalize this. I'm going to yeah. wake her up t- tomorrow. Uh, apologize. No, for... go home, shake her and say, I have to tell you this. First of all, I'm sorry for waking you up. <laughs> I'm sure you must be pretty upset with me right now because you're really tired. And I'm I gonna, would be too. I'm going to ask you for an apology, but <laughs> do you forgive me? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thanks so much, everyone. And hey, subscribe to our podcast. That, yeah. uh, that really helps us out, of course, because then you get notified of when we come up with new episodes, which mm-hmm. are almost always Tuesdays and Thursdays. We missed, Almost always, yeah. Ah, we, we had a great run of Tuesdays. And last week, well, sometimes life happens. Yes. Yeah, it does. Um, and please, if you get a chance, uh, leave a rating. And if... You really want to go the extra step, and it would be super helpful for us, is go and put a written rating in for uh, particularly Apple Podcasts. Thanks so much. Have a great day. You too, everyone.